0: Welcome to the Go Solo Show, powered by Subkit, the number one place for inspiration to help you start, run or grow a winning business. I'm Johnny Quirk and each week we bring you some amazing guests from a wide variety of businesses, all talking about their journey, motivations and top tips for entrepreneur success. We deliberately aim to bring you stories, interviews, and real people who are fully deep in the trenches, building their businesses, and sharing actionable insights that you can use for your own entrepreneurial business journey. So whatever you're building, we're excited to be part of that journey with you. If you like what we do, don't forget to subscribe. Now let's get on with the show. Hey guys, Johnny Quirk back once again, here to support your entrepreneurial journey. Okay, cool. So today I'm delighted to say that on the show, we have Queen of Glitz, awesome websites and SEO, Maddie Shine. Maddie, welcome to the show. Great to have you here.
1: Hi, Johnny. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much. Queen of Glitz. Now, this is definitely something I'm going to be adopting.
0: Look, do you know what I mean? Like, like I could help you with some of your marketing as well, but not that you need it because I've been on your website and it is incredible. We'll be linking to this for anybody who hasn't been on. So I'm really excited today to have you here because Ultimately, I think SEO, and obviously you're going to go into what SEO is a little bit, Mm -hmm. it's such an important thing for all kind of entrepreneurs to get right. You know, it's got kind of like so much potential in terms of driving traffic to obviously your business. And it's just something that's really, really important to get right. But I just thought maybe first in your own words, maybe you could describe your actual business and what it is that it does
1: Well, I mean, I was talking about this the other day and that was, you know, describe your business in a way where, you know, like an unusual way. And I was like, I get to look at beautiful things all day and tell people how to get more people to look at those beautiful things. Like that's basically (laughs) what I do. It's like it's a really bizarre job, but it didn't exist when I was at school. Like I often think about that as well, you know. But basically what I do is, you know, we spend all day Googling things. We spend all day Googling the answers to questions. We look at businesses near us that that do this, that, and the other thing. We want certain things to happen when we plug words into Google. And so what I do is I work with female business owners who then want to be there on page one, page one of Google for what they sell, for what they make, for what they create, for what they offer. Um, and I teach in various different ways, workshops, courses, and membership communities, how to do that.
0: Yeah. And this sounds amazing because I think we all want to reach page one. And, you know, you yeah. said, look, I'll get you to page one. But, you know, for people who may be out there who aren't so au fait about SEO, search engine optimization, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about kind of like what it is and, you know, what's what's it all about, basically?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So SEO stands for search engine optimization, like you just said. And essentially, it's making sure that we get seen by the people who will buy from us. So if we think about, you know, I'm looking for a dry cleaner near me. So I plug in dry cleaner near me into Google and then the dry cleaners who are located near me will come up. If I'm looking for a wedding photographer, I will I will literally Google wedding photographer and then the area where I live. So basically, that's, you know, by us adding certain words, certain phrases, certain information to our websites, we are then connected by Google to the people typing in these words. That's essentially, that's, that's the bare bones of, of what it is.
0: And this is uh, obviously organic is what you're talking about with search engine optimization as well. You know, it's putting the hard work into blogs, content guides, which is actually going to, you know, and your website, I guess, to drive people towards your kind of website. It's not it's not paid advertising.
1: Absolutely not. No. So I focus on organic SEO, which is so when you when you look at Google search results, you'll see the paid uh, ads at the top and then you'll see the Google Maps bit. Which is where, if you've registered with Google My Business, then you can yeah. appear and then you'll see the organic results underneath that. And so basically there's, you know, it's usually six or seven results on the first page, which is of course where you want to get to. But the thing is, with creating content, with updating your website and all this kind of thing, a lot of people focus so much on the aesthetic side of things and want to make it look all sexy mm. without actually saying am I actually using the words that my target target clients are using? Yeah. So that is that is really where we had to start with, okay, this is how we're gonna connect. We have to sort of create that. It's a bit like, sometimes I like to use this analogy. When you remember back at uni or college, when you had to research a project and you went in and you either asked the librarian or you plugged into the computer database, all the books on this particular topic, and then you would be told exactly where to look for those books, yeah. right? That's exactly what Google does, except that we have to be our own librarian. We have to be our own indexer. And we we have to be the one saying, this is what we sell. This is what we're an expert in. This is what we do. Come and find us. Um, And actually had to say that explicitly. We can say all the flowery stuff as well. We can have the sexy brand. We can have all that jazz. But we also really have to be. Very, very communicative, yeah. and I think that that is where a lot of people struggle because, particularly in the UK, then yeah. we're not taught to be. We're not uh, loud obvious. and
0: proud or anything. Yeah.
1: No, it all feels very American. You know, it's, it's just yeah, like yeah. what? It's um, like I'd rather <laughs> be on
0: page four, really. You know, I just I don't <laughs> want to be too presumptuous.
1: Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> think about it when was the last time you clicked past page one when you were googling something i can't remember the last time i clicked past page one you've got plenty of choice right there right so this is what we have to be doing we have to be more obvious yeah but the other thing is of course with the whole idea of well i want to get to page one and there's so much competition and how on earth do i do that it's actually then thinking about well there are actually like trillions of page ones so actually that means that there's loads, loads of opportunities for you to get to page one for all sorts of different things it just so, doesn't, doesn't just have to be one thing
0: so so that's a great point because actually you know like the world is a big place if you want yeah. to be on page one and you write say cupcakes in london say or Ooh. bridal dresses in manchester or whatever Ooh. you're competing with and obviously i guess there's only one page for say that search term but how would you differentiate that to make it Different to make you stand out in terms of if somebody was searching for a bridal dress or cupcakes in a specific area, how would you, you know, like is it playing around with words? Is it playing around with sentences? Is it kind of like, you know, looking on niche terms? Like, how do you drive traffic actually to compete against all the other competition out there?
1: Well, it's a little bit of all those things that you've just mentioned, yeah. but it's also basically making sure that, first of all, that you are using text as well as images because you know we all want to use our beautiful images but we also have to use the text yeah we have to tell the stories we have to share the benefits of what we're selling we're not just like cupcakes in london come buy your cupcakes in london right here because we sell cupcakes in london yeah we've, we've seen websites like that of course they do get the results of getting to pay one of google but do they actually get the sales mm. you know so then you've also got to think about that which is why it's often worth hiring a good copywriter yeah there are many out there um and i do think that Um, that is sometimes worth the investment because you are then kind of saying, okay, well, I know what I want to say, but I didn't know how to say it because I've never been taught how to write professionally before, you know? So I think there's an aspect of that. And then there's also an aspect of, particularly if you're quite new, of getting linked to places. So linking yourself on more popular websites. So you get a link back to your website, linking yourself on directories, whether they are industry related whether they are um, local business related, whether it's mm. press, local press, national press, whether you've submitted your work, you know, whether even, even if it was like a, a mention, you know, I got mentioned in the Metro over Christmas. Yeah. Um, because simply because they were looking for some quotes, you know. Yeah. So there's there's all sorts of different ways to then get linked, but it's basically by realizing the internet is a giant web of course worldwide web yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we always think about i always think about rob bryden and gavin and stacy you know, we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. um, and and so basically we had to connect our inter we had to connect our internet life yeah. with everything else that's going on right so just like we like to network and all that kind of thing part of the
0: ecosystem forth. giving value exactly. that sort of stuff
1: exactly Exactly. That's what we have to think about when we're, when we're getting links online as
0: well. Amazing. And you know what, we are going to go into some of your top tips for solo entrepreneurs yeah. and small business owners later, which is great because, you know, I'm going to play dumb. Like it doesn't take too hard for me to play dumb, but I'm going to actually <laughs> come in and just go, right, I'm a yogi. I am a, you know, small business owner. I'm a chef. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I get traffic? So we'll be digging deep later on into some of your tips about, you know, how you could get started as well out there as well.
2: Awesome.
0: Sound's an amazing business. We know it's so important. Like you said, it didn't exist 20 years ago, but obviously it's such a massive thing really because again, life in terms of marketing right nowadays is a case of building quality content, but also paid advertising as well. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a balance. Sometimes it's a case of boosting some of your stuff. Sometimes you can do all organic, you know? So we know it's an important kind of area to get right and invest in SEO as well. But let's kind of take a step back because I'm really interested in terms of the actual business like what what actually gave you the passion to to start your own business and what gave you the passion to do this particular niche where you're doing seo for female you know business owners entrepreneurs websites you know tell me more please
1: yeah of course so basically i have always been like really a big fan of the internet like mm. back in the 90s I was a teenage geek and I got the internet before any of my friends, thanks to my dad's work. And yeah, yeah, it was like, you know, the dial up. The phone lines going
0: down for the next five hours.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so basically my dad, this would never happen now. My dad gave me a subdomain of his work website and I I learned to code. Yeah. my own little website there and obviously you know being 15 16 i was like it was about ace ventura like it was just <laughs> like a little fan page you know yeah, 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 and but i was like so excited and i was like you know the possibilities and i was you know i i didn't have a great time at school i wasn't that popular so yeah i basically then met free people online and i was like hang on a second there are like weirdos like me out there that's awesome you your know? tribe is out
0: there somewhere this is what we always <laughs> yeah. say
1: exactly and it's so so true so I love I loved the possibilities you know yeah. I was like I grew up in a small town in Devon I was like great that means there's so much more waiting for me out there I've just gotta like go for it you know yeah. and so but thing is you know back in the 90s it wasn't really like I was doing careers tests at school and they were like no one ever suggested I'll go into computers no one ever yeah. suggested that like it was it wasn't a thing really so I went and did a, a business degree And I was like, okay. So then I specialized in virtual communications. Again, going back to my love of the internet, love of being online. But again, it really wasn't a thing in the UK. This was like only 2005 that I graduated. And so I was like, well, okay. So what am I going to do? Okay. So I went and worked in marketing in London, Mm. marketing nine to five jobs, you know. it was, it was what it was. Like, it was fine. Um, I was in my 20s, so I went in hard on the partying in London. Yeah. And I just basically started side hustling. So I used to help organise fancy dress parties for charities. Yeah. I, I did all sorts of things. I had a proofreading business at one point. Like I had a transcribing business. Like it was all this stuff that I had just basically. going to say side
0: hustles are, are sexy nowadays, but you're like the yeah. pioneer of all this. It was like, <laughs> I, I want extra job, extra, extra fun yeah. alongside all your yeah. other stuff.
1: Oh God. Yeah. I mean, basically I remember at one point in my gap year, I didn't go traveling like a bunch of my mates did. I decided to stay home and I also didn't want to get a bar job to save the university or anything like that. I So yeah. I, I, I was like, no, because that means I can't go drinking. Um,
2: so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd
0: rather be on that side of the bar than that side. Of the... Yeah,
1: exactly. So I still can't pull a pint. Um, but <laughs> I uh, went to secretary school at my gap year and I yeah. earned, I basically, I went and temped. It was great. And right. that's what I did throughout uni as well. It was yeah. fantastic. And it worked really well around my studies and all that kind of jazz. And also... I remember when I, this was in my gap year, I remember finding out, I saw an invoice that the agency had sent my boss. I was working for a solicitor at the time. Yeah. And I was like, hang on a second, they're charging like £35 an hour for me. And I get like £8 of that or something. Yeah, And I'm still £8 an hour at 19. That was a big wage, you know, because yeah. I'd been doing like £5.50 waitressing jobs to that point. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so basically I was like, hang on a second, but like £35 an hour, like, that's a lot, you know. Yeah. So I went to my boss, who I got on really well with, and I said to him, how about I do you a deal and you pay me 15 pounds now, and we cut the agency out.
2: Yeah.
1: And, and honestly, he was like, yeah, done. Like, absolutely. And yeah. the agency started to kick up a fuss. And he was like, what are you going to do? I'm a lawyer. So yeah, so basically, there I was, and I, I negotiated this wage. And I was like, wow, this is great. Like, I'm going to definitely do this. I'm going to, so I was like, all you had to do. So I started writing to all the other lawyers in the area. I was like, right, what can we do? Dang. So I basically had my first little business then. And then, as I, as I said, in my 20s here in London, I started all these different side hustles. Yeah. And then everything sort of changed when I was made redundant in mm. 2010. It was the credit crunch, you know, the recession, everyone, like marketing, middle management, which is basically like my tier, yeah. everything got wiped out. There were no jobs. And I was completely devastated. I did not, I did not do well from this because I was like, I'm a workaholic. Like, who am I without my work? Yeah, you know, that stuff. was your
0: identity and all that sort of completely, stuff rolled up.
1: Completely, I mean, particularly in London, you spend all your time with your workmates, either working or partying. Like, that's just what we did. Yeah, so yeah. I, I just didn't know what to do. And I, I was given a redundancy check. And I was like, okay, well, I had just been for a two week holiday in Goa. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll go to India then for six months. That's what yeah. I'll do. And I went with my partner at the time. And I was like, OK. Um, so he'd he been going for years. He was delighted with this news. He was like, I didn't know how to tell you because I really wanted to do this. So I was like, great, <laughs> yeah. we'll do it um, So great. So, Ideal. Yeah, it was great. So we went to India for six months. And I was like, I am never going back to a nine-to-five job. And I was like, I just, it was just so clear for me. I was like, I just don't, I, I, I love the independence." I'm not great at working for someone else to be honest yeah. and you know i think that had been always been made clear right from the gap year experience yeah. and actually it was just like well you know how how do i make this happen so yeah. w- which of my side hustles can i make into a thing and so then i started so i was like well there's no rush because i had some i had my savings you know yeah. uh for the redundancy check and i was like, okay well i'll just spend this time trying to work it out and then what i did was i started doing contract jobs in the city here in London. So Mm. I would would be a contract PA for six months, and then I would go traveling again for six months. And so I did that back and forth for about five years. Right, brilliant. And so I spent a lot of time in India. I spent a lot of time meditating. I still meditate a lot. Yeah. And basically, it just, it was completely, like, in many ways, a saving grace to to have that whole experience. Like, at the time, if someone had said that to me, I would have been, like, jog on. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was just so I just really needed it because I was I was just heading for burnout. Like I was mm. just like, you know, like I said, with everything that was going on in my life. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, yeah. So basically traveling and realizing what I wanted to do, how I wanted to fund my travels. Yes, I had the contract work. Was it fulfilling? No, not in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Was it well paid? Yes. So that's why I obviously kept on doing it. But I still had all the side hustles. So in that time, I led an international media campaign to save the boat community where I was living in London.
2: Yeah.
1: I um, I planned a wedding. I got married in that time. Yeah. Wow. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I became an English teacher. So I did English teaching qualifications. So all these are. So I was constantly trying. So it's not like I suddenly went. Oh, I'm <laughs> going to become an SEO queen. Right. Yeah. From yeah. Yeah. You know that certainly didn't happen.
0: Let's try numerous things and I'll see exactly. where where it lands. Basically.
1: Exactly. But do you know what happened? Was I when I got, when I got married, I was, um, I went a bit like internet crazy. I was like contacting all the bloggers and I was entering all the competitions and I started writing for one of the blogs. Mm. And so it was great because then actually that's how they found out. It's like, Oh, Maddie does marketing. Like this is a really useful skill. So then I started teaching all these different wedding businesses all about how to market their businesses, how, you know, how to do SEO I started then getting invited to speak at things, mm. like it all kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say naturally because I was hustling. I really yeah. was hustling at the time, but, and I hate using that word, but that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of going all in on it, you know? And I was just like seeing what worked. Yeah. Just really seeing what worked. And actually that's when I started to see, that's when I realized the gap. Yeah. So all these wedding businesses, who basically didn't like? They knew the old school ways of marketing, but they didn't know about the online stuff. Bearing in mind this is twenty twelve, yeah. You know, it was just like, what do we do with Instagram? What do we do with? How do we get found on Google? Hmm. So I was teaching them that, and I was doing a lot of website reviews. I was, I was also I, in that time I learned how to um, design websites professionally. Yeah. I was writing for people, so I was really trying to be like a full stack agency. Yeah. So I was doing a little bit of everything. Were um, you doing and, that, that all that. on your own as well?
0: like uh, you were doing all that on your own to kick
1: off yeah yeah to kick off I did that on my own and then so this is obviously I'd started sort of whilst I was traveling yes and then in that my I ended my marriage and I came back to England and I decided to put in um like basically go full-time with this business so that was uh, March 2015 yeah and so basically what I realized was I was like oh my god like I could really go for it here. I could really do this. So I moved in with my parents. I lived in their attic. I hadn't lived with yeah. them since I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd moved. So they they now live in Oxfordshire. They no longer lived in my hometown. So I knew no one. So I had no distractions, nothing.
2: Yeah, I was going
1: to say. Yeah, and basically I just focused on the business. And, yeah. I, and that first, I remember the first full-time year, I made like 20K or something. Mm. The first full-time. So and enough to like, kind of
0: pay the bills, but nothing that makes you go, yeah, wow, this but, is going to be... No, mega
1: no No, exactly but also I had no bills because I was living with my parents so basically I was just like wow I can't believe I've made this money and then um 2016 was when I started to really like the word just spread like wildfire yeah and I was like okay this is this is really happening now like I'm doing this a lot and then 2017 I made 80k so I suddenly suddenly it just jumped and I was like okay so this hardware but that's when I start having a team yeah. And I had, like, a team of different contractors. They are all in different time zones. I knew them all from traveling. And they were all great. I loved them yeah. very much. And, like, you know, I, but I, st- I didn't have any goals for the business. I was still, like, let's just see what works. Let's just see what works. Yeah. And I had to total like, panic. Like, oh, my God, like, this is almost too busy. Like, what on earth? And So I it imagined... actually
0: grown too big beyond, yeah. actually. You know, it wasn't yeah. sustainable in terms yeah. of your happiness and health. It was no.
1: No. gone too no. big too no. quick yeah exactly and then I was in a car accident at the end of that year and right. I got PTSD and so I had to let the team go I had to completely downsize I was like right what do I re- come on this is yeah. not
0: what do I want like, out of life uh-
1: yeah like this is not come on like why did I start this I went to India I did this thing like what <laughs> yeah, yeah. um and so yeah so it really you know it, it really was quite a bump in the road and then I was like right so then I moved back to London in 2018 and I was like okay so I'm gonna I'm going to, I'm going to teach. This is what I, I want to teach the courses, the done for you services. They were coming to an end. I got some really amazing advice uh, from someone who is, yeah, just, I, I really, uh, my meditation teacher basically. And she was like, you're doing too much. You're just, mm. you just need to look at what you actually love spend the yeah. next seven days looking at what you love about your work. And that's what I did. And that's when I realized I love the teaching bit. So I launched my first course in 2018 and now 2019 basically i cut out the done for you services i only have one done for you client and then the rest is i teach courses so group online courses yeah i teach um uh i've got two membership communities and it's just been amazing just to completely focus on what i actually love about this work yeah and who i really love to work with because like also you know even just the decision to like work with female entrepreneurs it was quite conflicting for me because i was like but like, what if a man comes along and like gets upset? And I'm like, if a man gets upset, like, come on, like, he's not my <laughs> ideal client. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, it's a bit like, feel like saying to a plumber, why can't you build me a house? Like, I really feel like it's that clear. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. a plumber's like, a plumber's like, well, I could build you a house if you really want, but like, you probably should get a builder. Do you really want you know? me you know? to? <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know? No, so. I mean,
0: there is so much, I mean, this is why I love asking this story of our, of our kind of like entrepreneurs on this show, because actually there is, that that's quite the journey. You know, like this is usually yeah. where I'd pick it apart and go, well, you know, you know, like, like, you know, are you looking at building a sustainable business or, you know, when did you decide to go for your niche? When did you realize that you wanted more of a sustainable lifestyle? You know, I think you pretty much answered that really, really well, but you've been <laughs> on quite a journey to get from, like you said, you know, like, being at an India and having a complete change of you know due to recession Mm. due to unemployment Mm. that happens to a lot of entrepreneurs we have on this show it's kind of they've always thought they might do something or they've kind of maybe thought they wouldn't set up a business but they've ended up in something and gone I'm gonna make a go of this now I can't take on another full-time role and then it's turned into something but it seems like it's evolved quite a lot and you're in a good place now you know are you happy with the where the business is right now?
1: I am. I am. The the weird the weird thing with courses and everything is because you're you know you've really got to manage the cash flow. Yeah. So so back in January, January twenty twenty, like I got I basically made us I hired the wrong people for a project. Yeah. Made a you know I I, I call it like a. I, I like to call it like a, a series of bad business decisions like that's yeah, just yeah. like that's basically Lemony
0: what I can see this new thing it's just like a series <laughs> of bad businesses I Was like is this for the kids or the parents I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: completely and I was and basically I was just I was completely broke I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do and I had yeah. to, I was living in a house share in North London at the time and I had to borrow money to pay my rent and I was like yeah. oh my god this is it like I can't I've got to cancel my business and and it, that wasn't the case at all. It was just a it was just a blip. Like basically, yeah. I went all in on this launch and the launch that I did. Like a couple of weeks later. And I got 25k in that launch. And I was like, oh, great. Okay, there we go. Right. We're, yeah. we're, 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 we're back in the game. Yeah, and... let's keep it together. Here it's <laughs> yeah. like it's a blip,
0: you know. I read this surfing article as well. It was saying Your life is about riding the waves as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's surfing's got this philosophical element to it. So it was saying about how riding the waves, and you know, sometimes they're choppy, sometimes they're perfect, you know. And <laughs> yeah. this is it, you just gotta see that you're on a wave at the time or that you're ready for the next one to come up.
1: Yeah. But for anyone who's for anyone who claims that their business is like, you know, like a graph with like just a constant going up line. That's a big fat lie. Everyone like it's a yeah. massive lie. Like it'll be wiggly to best. Yeah. And, and some, and thing is no one taught us how to run a business. Like I've hired coaches. I've been on courses, but I'm coming out my ears. Yeah. But until you actually start implementing the work, see how it works for you, what you want to do, how you want to show up in the world. Yeah. You're never going to implement all of the stuff that you paid to learn. You're yeah, never going yeah. to do that. So I really feel quite passionate about that because like no one can ever force you to do the work, but also you do actually have to do the work to see the results. And yeah. it's like, oh, you mean I can't just spend all my time just, just thinking about the niche, just thinking about what I might do. Of I course. Speak to, a lot of people speak to me about, oh, I'm thinking of starting a business. What, yeah. what do you think? And I'm like, well, what do you think? Why do you want to start it? Why, what's the gap? You know, and then and then see if it's actually a need that people actually see that need to be fulfilled. Like I, I didn't know right from the get go. I didn't have an like when I actually launched my business properly when I went full time. I had no savings. I didn't yeah. have you know like oh you going to have six months savings. You gotta do this. You gotta have a whole business plan. I had none of that. I had yeah. absolutely none of that. I had a couple of leads and sheer determination <laughs> basically. <laughs> like, it was- uh, do you, do
2: you,
0: but you know what I mean it kind of I think I, I think I'm doing the maths right it's about 10 years ago since you started on that yeah. self-entrepreneur journey yeah. and like give or take a few breaks or yeah you know pivots if you will do but it's you know it, it's worked out and uh, you know it'll continue evolving I guess there'll be good days yeah. bad days good months bad months whatever but yeah. uh you know I, I think the question that I always ask of people who are in this boat before we go on to our you know like top tips from you is do you think you could ever go back now to a full time salaried position you know like if like if if a, if a job came up with a great company you know do you think you'd actually be quite tempted or are you just like I- i'm in this now for life
1: i'm in this now for life That's okay for great sure. i'm I gonna get when a I- brass
0: plaque <laughs> delivered to your house now that says this really, just so you can never ever ever do it
1: honestly like i yeah because of course when you do have low moments which we all do it's completely yeah. human you know, even, uh, I remember I was reading the article about Lionel Richie and his, his imposter syndrome, yeah. which really, which I was like, Lionel Richie, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 turns out he's human too. Um, cool. so I think that, you know, we, I, when I think about the low moments I'm like, oh, screw this. I'm just going to get a job at McDonald's. Like, yeah, like I mean what would I come on like I remember like just I, just looking at my calendar I'm like oh, when would I do all the stuff that I really love to do like yeah I love creating space in my calendar I love like you know I've just I moved into my own place last July and I just I spent quite a lot of time like just basically uh, you know looking after the home and just you yeah, know yeah. like all the other stuff like that makes us human beings That is separate from work you know i, I think you're so, totally i have time smart. to
0: do that <laughs> yeah and i think you know it's building that sustainable lifestyle as well yes. around your just it's looking at what the priorities are in your life really and yes. not just saying like you know that it, obviously we all need money to you know live to to, to do the things yeah. you want to do to eat to have accommodation whatever but it's getting the balance right as well there and i, I think you know I think it's for myself, you know, like when we talk to different entrepreneurs on this show, you know, they are the word sustainable just keeps coming up. It's like, are they buildings? You know, some people do say, well, actually, you know, in a few years time, I want this to be a five million pound business or whatever. And I'm going to hire these staff. I'm going to do this. But for a lot of people, it's like they want to go on holiday four or five times a year. Yes. You know, they want to see their friends and family more often. It's that they enjoy working out in the morning. And I think as well, a big thing is having a network. I mean, you said you have a meditation teacher yes. Um, you know, like you have other friends, network, you know, people in your field, yeah. having that support network is so strong as well. It kind of keeps you grounded if you are having those bad days, good days or whatever, you know, just as your kind of like team, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur as well
1: completely completely because i i've really kind of um i've really seen the benefit of the support network and people have said to me but i don't have a support network how do i find one yeah and of course you know one of them is obviously to come and join members of the ea membership community. <laughs> um, <laughs> there'll um... be many
0: plugs throughout the
1: show i can guarantee <laughs> <laughs>
2: just...
1: um you know if you're not going to shout about your own thing who is oh um, do it so- <laughs> um but but also just just seeking those people out it doesn't it's not like you suddenly become an adult and they're like right here's all the adult handbook things including your network for life mm. like I I'm not like a big group person yeah. I'm more like a couple of friends here and there kind of person and so you know I I like I, I've got a little pub opposite my flat which is amazing Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's run by this awesome woman And we've become pals. I'm like, well, this is great. So we just sit outside now, obviously, like, you know, because it's quiet, obviously. And um, and we just like we have a little, we have a little chat, and I'm like, this is great. And she's like, Oh, you know, like, I'm like, Oh, this is this how you get friends? Is this how you get friends as an adult? Like, this is this is how you do it. I don't know. It is. Yeah, it's
0: like are we gonna do this drink or are we not gonna do this drink? Yeah, Yeah? okay. Are we friends now? It's like, you know, it's not just like calling around someone's house, but a uh, Yeah. Well, all I can say is I wish I was in London this afternoon to go out with, you know, Crystal Palace areas, like, you know, places, you know, look for yeah. Maddie out on the street, drinking your beer. Should would be <laughs> up for up for joining you as well. <laughs> right. We're now moving through to where you can share your deepest, darkest, best secrets and tips mm. with obviously any other solo entrepreneurs, small business mm. owners, anybody who probably would find your, you know, skills and, and skill sets relevant. So, you know, I want to know, I'm going to put myself in that kind of, you know, very first website i've created uh you know maybe the first business or i'm quite a new business what are kind of maybe some of the you know basics i should probably get right before i launch my website or you know want to start kind of like seeing more traffic coming to my website what seo basics could i do myself
1: okay so basically you can do seo yourself for sure like this is this is why i teach it the way i teach it because Yes, there are agencies you can outsource it to, but you at least you need to learn it yourself. Yeah. So so what I would suggest you do is certainly have, not just relying on one page or website. People are like, oh, but Manny, I found it like for three quid and it's only one page. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason why it's so cheap. Um, you know, like it's, it doesn't mean it's good. Um, yeah. So with your website, you need, yes, of course you've got your homepage as default, but on your homepage, treat that as your shop window. So every service, every product range, create a section on your homepage about that with a link to an individual page about that service, about that product. You really want to introduce your business on the homepage. You want to give people a reason to click through. So just like we're walking past a shop, we see a beautiful shop window. We have a look at the things in the shop window. We're then encouraged to go in. Mm. That's what our homepage is. We then need a page per service, per product range, per product for everything that we sell. Yeah. So even so like say for example i'll use a wedding photography example say um i you know i i'm based in london but i also like to photograph in surrey buckinghamshire Hertfordshire, surrounding areas i create a page for each of them yeah i talk about the service so when people go oh but maddie like you know that'll be a lot of information being repeated this kind of thing yes but that's when you can start to get the blogs involved mm. so this so you, you've got your homepage, you've got your service pages, you've got your product pages. You also need a blog. Yeah. Google loves websites that are regularly updated. Why? Because it shows that we're on the ball. We're paying attention. We're giving. We're offering value. We're being useful. Yeah. Google loves it because because we love it. We love webs. We don't like websites that are out of date and full of crap. You know, like we want websites that are full of relevant. They're just not relevant
0: over time if they're not updated. I guess
1: exactly, exactly. And the easiest way to keep a website regularly updated is to create a blog. Yeah. Now people kind of get terrified. They're like, "But I'm not a writer. But I'm not this. I'm not that." Great. Document your experience. You know what? I made a massive mistake today, but here's how I solved it. Great. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Like I just did this launch, and here's ten things I learned. Hmm. Uh, You know what? Like. It doesn't have to be like, I think that so often, uh, particularly as entrepreneurs, we feel like we have to have everything polished, everything Mm. perfect. And particularly with a higher price point, you're like, oh, but I want to charge a lot. So therefore I have to look even more polished. Uh -uh, Not the case. Not the case. In fact, I would say quite the opposite. Right. That's actually how you're going to generate the engagement as you go. Yeah. Because people are excited to be on the journey with you. They're excited to learn from you as you go. So if you are new, if you've got a brand new website, tell me about, oh, like, great. You don't know which color option to go for for your new product. Share it on social media. Give us the opportunity to get involved, you know? So it all sort of then starts to tie in nicely. What do you say on social media with creating your website? So you've got your homepage. You've got your product and service pages. You've got your blog. What else do you need? You need an about page. Now, people... This is where I hear a lot of, oh, but, you know, I don't really like talking talk about myself. I don't want to show a photo of myself. What are you doing if you're running a business and you're having a conversation with someone in the pub, a new contact, a new client? It's you. You're yeah. having the conversation. To, so tell your story. Now, like, it's all very well for me to say, you're like, but Maddie, you've got blue hair and like pink earrings. And like, you're clearly very confident. Wasn't always like this. Wasn't yeah. always like this. You know, like i it's a constant allow yourself to evolve yeah you know allow uh, say you know if you've got a dog and two cats show photos of them you know like we want to get involved with your story
0: yeah i guess be somebody who you might want to do business with
1: exactly buy from
0: like you said you know like building a relationship i guess with these people exactly
1: exactly it doesn't have to be bland and corporate you know Mm. it's it people buy from people yeah. Um, and particularly the past 12 months, we've just all been through hell, for goodness sake. Like we need <laughs> <Too> to, right? <laughs> you know, we, we need to, I think if anything, we've all seen that we've got, we have actually got a human side. We've all seen each side of other's homes for, perhaps for the yeah. first time and, you know, all this kind of thing. And I think that there's a lot to be said for that. So on your about page, tell the story. How did you get to this point? You can yeah. always go back and update it. If you, you know, you're like, oh, I don't have a professional photo. Great, get a photo shoot booked. Mm. There are loads of brand photographers out there. The importance of photography is obviously hugely important but it's not just for your products and services yeah um then you also of course need a contact page yeah i think a lot of people then go oh i'll just bury a contact form at the bottom of my homepage or something no no have it as part of the menu because what you want to be doing is you want to be driving your traffic towards that contact form if you're an online shop of course you want it to be to the checkout page but that's you've really got to think about, where am I driving them to? What's the funnel here? Yeah. So you're bringing them in through the blog. You're bringing them in through organic SEO. You're bringing them in from social media. And then you're getting them to either the contact page or the checkup page.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, the other thing is that social media has a great big part to play in it. Not because it, necess- not because it necessarily helps you with organic SEO, but because it helps you get the clicks to your website. Mm. And so it's all about not just putting your eggs in one basket, but really thinking about, okay, so how can I use social media to promote what I'm saying on my website? The way I like to say it is social media is like the flyer for the gig and the website is the gig itself. So yeah. like basically you're bringing them in, you're giving them a taster. You're like, here, you know, I've heard a snippet on Spotify. Now I want to come to the gig, you know? Yeah. So, so this is really like what I like to say. That's how it all kind of ties in. Because a lot of people are like, oh, haven't I got to treat Instagram like a whole separate website? No, 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 no. Uh, get the clicks through to your website. So that that's really the, the, where I would start if I'm if I'm looking at the the website for the first time.
0: Love the analogies. I love the <laughs> metaphors. I love the like, easily ex- explanation of you know exactly those kind of key areas to get right. Good. So much kind of amazing stuff in there. I'm right in thinking that SEO is a you know long term game here. You know we're not expecting to see organic SEO uh, results over the first couple of months you know, we don't expect to be page number one for something like like I, I, is, is that a fallacy or are we you know like, <laughs> what, what are my expectations really of SEO yeah. and why I should commit if I don't see immediate results
1: that's a very fair question <laughs> I think that basically it certainly depends on how competitive your market is so say for example you're going for you, you sell wedding dresses actually let's use a non-wedding example you want to <laughs> Let's, you want to sell yoga classes, okay? Yeah. You want to sell yoga classes in Manchester, right? Yeah. So you talk about the fact that you sell yoga classes in Manchester. You've, you've mentioned it all across your website. Mm. You're like, right, this is the different types of yoga classes that you can book. You've got a page for each of those, all this kind of thing. Now, if you are, if you see that actually, oh, there's loads of yoga classes in Manchester, mm. which I'm sure there are, it's a city. And so actually, how do I get some quick wins? Yeah. Well, it can be a type of yoga. So, the longer the phrase you're targeting, the easier it is to get to page one. So, for example, online Bikram yoga classes in Manchester will be a lot easier to rank on page one for than yoga classes. Yeah, on its own, right? Yeah. So, I would suggest going for some quick wins because that will actually help motivate you. Um, there's a brilliant tool called Keywords Everywhere. It only costs about fifteen dollars a year, fifteen US dollars and basically it will tell you how popular a phrase is. So what you can do is when you install it like a Chrome extension, and yep. then basically you start testing out the different product names, different service names, different combinations with geographic locations, towns, cities, counties, countries. And then basically you see, oh, okay, so actually Bikram's spelt like this in this part, uh, you know, in, in the UK, whereas Bikram's spelt like, you know. yeah something else in another class you know so we've got to think about the spelling the combination of the words see how popular it is and then add it to our website
0: yeah of course and I guess that just means relevancy as well like you said you know you can you can do that you can get some quick wins you can expect Mm. it um I'm going to play complete devil's advocate uh you know I've created my website I feel like I've done a great job you know maybe I've got a part-time copywriter who's you know, help me, you know, write, you know, smarten it up a little bit, you know, sounding quite professional. I've used keywords, websites, but still not really driving that much traffic to my site. When would be the time I would maybe come in for an audit with you? I mean, maybe that's what your answer is. Actually, that's the perfect time. But if you were going to do, say, like an (laughs) audit of my business, you know, my website, you know, like what, what, you know, I, what maybe would it take from yourself to kind of I know I know it might be like apples oranges or it's hard to give a, a, a suggestion <laughs> yeah. out, but say I said use your services for say five hours or something like that to to try and spruce up what would be the main fundamentals would it literally just be going through optimizing every single area would it be kind of creating new pages like you know if I was to go for a professional like yourself to try mm. and kick things into gear um, yeah of
1: course so First of all, I'd review how often are you sending people to your website? Right, so okay. how often are you blogging? How often are you sharing the blogs?
2: Yeah.
1: What's your, what, are your, what are your link building strategies? So yeah. link building is, you know, what I was mentioning earlier, where I was talking about getting bigger websites than you to link to you. Yeah. So submitting your work, writing guest posts, um, getting mentions um, in press, in articles, collaborating on different articles, um, all sorts of different ways to get bigger websites and new linking to you. So I'd look at that as well. I then look at, okay, so what's your overall marketing strategy? Cause SEO doesn't just stand alone. It's like, how, how are you getting business generally? So many people say to me, I just want word of mouth bookings. Great. Good. Yep. How are you going to get them talking about you? Are you creating content online that they are sharing? are you creating content that is constantly coming up in front of their faces? So they're like, Oh yeah, I've got to recommend Maddie shine. She's great. You know, you've got to create this conversation points. What are we all doing in lockdown? Staring at our screens even more than ever. Right. So that's if that's where the audience are, that's where we have to be. So So actually
0: fundamentally it might not be my website is Duff, you know, I'm quite happy with what I've done yeah. with it. I've got the pages, I've used yeah. online guides or even your website for some of the top free tips you give. But it's actually more about what I'm doing to drive people to the site. It's, exactly. it's more about marketing, advertising. That's the first bit of the funnel you need to get right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then there's also a large part of it I see is that people are worried about being too visible. Mm-hmm. So whether that's, you know, the good old English vibe kicking in that because we weren't <laughs> taught how to be visible. Yeah, yeah. We weren't taught that that's okay. Um, or there's worried that you're too busy with bookings yeah. if you are too visible. There's, there's that, you know, you're too busy trying to deal with all the sales. You're like, but what about this? So this is when you start, you then need to look at your time management. Yeah. You need to look at your workflow. You need to look at your process. Now, these aren't sexy words to a lot of people. I know that, yeah. particularly entrepreneurs. We're creatives. We like the chaos. It's great. Yeah. But actually, this is completely needed. And I'm I'm a natural organizer, so this this part has kind of come a little bit more naturally to me. But I spend a lot of time uh, talking about it in my courses, my one-to-one clients, talking about okay, so what happens next before you, you know, what's the process? So can you actually deal with an email templates in this Mm. rather than having to manually do this? Yeah, how actually can you automate certain things to make sure that actually your time is freed up, so you'd actually have to remember all this stuff.
0: Yeah, of course. And that, again, you know, is is brilliant because I guess, you know, it's like you said, it's, it's generating authority, I guess, for your mm. website. And actually, you know, there's if you're driving people there, you've got to make sure the content's great. But then, like you said earlier on, you know, you've got to make sure people feel comfortable making a purchase or even making an yeah. inquiry with you by quality content. Can't just be stuffed with keywords, but actually is to the end user who's not a robot reading it goes, I don't even know what to do when I'm here. I'm just going to bounce and get out of here as fast as possible really if it's not relevant exactly just because you've said organization and I've already <laughs> asked you before we started taping about your background here as well you know I know you run your own community and yeah. you know for for a lot of people out there you know building a community is such a strong driver of traffic uh, so or maybe not driver of traffic but driver of business but also it's a great way for you know fostering kind of repeat customers or, or you know like like you know helping yeah. other people can you tell me about the kind of community which you run obviously and, and obviously what the motivation was behind that what the value it can offer and again maybe how that's developed into a service which which obviously people pay for as well
1: absolutely so so basically I've had to create tiers so I've got the free tier then I've got my membership community which is visibility a that's 25 pounds a month and then I've got my group online courses which start around 500 pounds. And then I've got my one-to-one. Okay. So basically that's how I sort of walk people through it. And some people will kind of get, want to go back down the tiers, which is absolutely fine. Some people want to go up the tiers. Some people want to skip the tiers. Fine. But as as long as they're clear in my mind. Now what you can see behind me is a wall of post-its. They're all my members. So the pink ones, are all my visibility yay members and the yellow ones are my other membership community, which is gold graduates. Yeah. So, what happens with my tiers is I've got a big free group seeking exciting opportunities, which is what my true meaning of SEO is. <laughs> um, so, which is where I do like lunchtime Facebook lives every Tuesday, talk about different topics, like I drop in tips, people ask questions, you know, there's like a nice kind of community feel in there. Yeah. And then I've got my visibility Yay paid membership community, which is basically where I do like monthly trainings, get guest experts in, um, I've got resources and templates and all that kind of jazz. And then I've got my blog for goal, which is like a 12 week online course. So I've got Facebook groups for each of these different things. Mm. And then I've also got Facebook groups from each of the different launches that I've done over the past, um, coming on 18 months now. So I've got about four different Facebook groups for that as well. So I've got many, many different communities. Plus I've got my Instagram community, which is basically where, you know, obviously everyone who's following me there. Yeah. And I've also um, got my podcast, which I launched in lockdown. And so I've got various, I've got people basically obviously for a visibility expert, I need I I need to show up. Yeah. But also if I try to get in there every single day, like I'd sell myself crazy. Like, like I wouldn't be able to do that. That's, yeah, yeah. No, that's not gonna happen. But I make it look like that, you know? So so it, it's it's very much I love I love the online community vibe. I love yeah. it very you know, like I said, it's it's always been a passion of mine ever since I was a teenager. Mm. But really like the benefits of it are that I gain a lot more perspective. I get support and accountability from, you know, where I'm even a member of other communities where I don't actually have to host the ones, you know? And then I, I find that it's a great way. It's great for market research, Mm. fantastic market research. It's fantastic for simply seeing what people's needs are and how I can create a product offer to support that. Um, so yeah, I I just think the the, the benefits in our online community are, are massive. And I guess and, uh,
0: yeah. And and I guess there's two two wins maybe from this is one is that I guess people learn from each other and yeah. the the emphasis isn't constantly on you having to be the I mean, you're maybe the organizer, the facilitator, but there are many conversations and relationships developing between the yes. people who are part of the community. So it's kind of almost helping support doing your job for you as well. And I guess you get word of mouth leads and stuff for your business and people other people who want to join the community as well yeah. come from this yeah. as well would you would yeah, you absolutely. Say they're the main the main value you feel you get out of it beyond obviously you yeah. know it's a product for you but you know yeah
1: well for, for me I, I treat I treat everyone as human beings rather than as you know I think that a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves when they're hosting online communities to kind of like oh you know what's the like the lifetime value of that member like <laughs> be... they're that like well stupid. i hope
0: they don't die or something because of their lifetime values ruined my uh, yes. spreadsheet or something it's just like yeah
1: it feels oh yeah. so so for me it's like okay what what journey is that person on what are their needs yeah. how am i helping them how am i moving them forward yeah and and so i really kind of see you know some people don't want to go on that journey they're just like no no i just want you to give me all the answers fine that's great yeah so we create different ways to, to meet together. So, you know, I, I, think that, you know, we've got accountability buddy system in my visibility a community. Mm. We've got, um, Q and A and hot seat calls in, in that community as well. So people have the time with me, but they also get to know each other. They yeah. also get to, cause everyone does different things, you know, of course. um, I don't think we've got too many people in the community who like do the same thing and certainly yeah. not in the same area and certainly not in the same way. So it, it's really great for them to all learn from each other because like I find that that's just like the best way when I hang out with people who don't do what I do yeah like it's fantastic like I've been to SEO conferences they are not interesting places to be Mm. like I you know like no 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 shade no shade uh on 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 them but I did not I did not find them interesting and I was like well this is why this is why I created my job because I want to make it sound interesting I want to like I'm passionate about like Yeah,
0: I mean, and like you said, you've developed a really strong niche and brand and everything. And I love what you're saying as well about perspective. You know, you get other people's perspectives that aren't, say, pigeonholed in terms of that vertical or that business area or whatever. So, yeah, community is a massive thing. And you're like, it's such a a sticky element in terms of bringing people together. Because if you make it fun and you make it actually valuable to people, it's a lot more than just saying yeah, here's some SEO stuff that you found on YouTube that's random and yeah you know, so, you know some of that stuff is is okay obviously for learning the basics but I think when you want to ask questions and think stuff through and see from a different perspective and like you said try and make SEO sexy. It's a good way of doing it. So don't worry, we're going to link to this uh, to obviously community as well on our blog and, and obviously on our YouTube channel as well after this. So don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll build up that community together. Right. right. You'll be pleased to know now, Maddie, that we're going to a rapid fire round. So, yeah, uh, uh, you know, feel free to make it as rapid as you want or add a little bit of flavour if you obviously okay. want to explain things a little bit more. Okay. So who are your favourite entrepreneurs in life and why?
1: Well, isn't that a big question um i i love i've been (laughs) you you asked me you asked me this beforehand i was like okay who are they i love uh there's various different people on instagram that i love following there's one woman called vivian k who is the funniest person i follow right now on instagram she runs a business selling hair products for uh like afro hair products i believe to be honest, I don't even like really know too much about her business because her personal Instagram is hilarious. Yeah, She is all about teaching confidence to women. So obviously I'm all for that, but she is just so, yeah, I just, she's just so inspiring and she's facing yeah. Canada. So I love following her, Vivian yeah. K. And there's also Talking Shrimp, love Talking Shrimp. She's a copywriter in New York City, who, New York City, who am I? New York. Um, and, <laughs> and and basically she's hilarious too basically yeah. anyone who makes me laugh and learn oh my goodness how cheesy is that but I it's love a
0: perfect, perfect balance
1: yeah and, I, and it's something that I I really aspire to anyone who, who who makes me laugh and learn I'm like yeah you know you're laughing and learning it's great and and so basically it's those two people but I also love Seth Godin love yeah. love love him so I subscribe to his daily blog which lands in my inbox always inspiring often quite short it's like he knows his audience. He's yeah, been yeah. he's been blogging daily for like twenty years or something, which is an amazing habit. I just obviously am. I fan. yeah,
0: been a it's, big fan of Seth for many years as well. Yeah. I get his daily updates, and uh, I think he's quite the Renaissance man as well. You know, I remember reading about how he makes his own vodka. You know, even though he's teetotal, doesn't drink alcohol, but he he loves the <laughs> he loves the process, and actually gifts this to all his friends every year, and says, "I've just tried some new thing, these flavored vodkas, and all this." i like wow, that's crazy. But he's just like, he just does it because he enjoys it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, he he's a good guy. And using Seth Godin as a good segue as well. Yeah. You know, are there any kind of great business books or online resources you point people towards if they're running a small business who, you know, might want to get the SEO basics right or anything else which you feel has, has actually yeah. really helped you on your own entrepreneurial journey as well?
1: Yeah, so obviously for SEO basics, come and download my freebies, which will be linked in the show notes. Perfect. That's only the sixth <laughs> plug, I like this. It's just,
2: it's not, so.
1: Um, so yeah, no, for, for that, for, for sure, from, from me. Um, but for business books, the one that I've really found useful recently is called Essentialism. And it's by a guy called Greg McHugh, and I think that's how you pronounce his name. And basically, I am obsessed with this book. I keep talking about it to everyone at the moment for the past few months. I, it really helped me streamline, just streamline even my thinking, you know, just like cut out loads of stuff. Like I'm always about how can I streamline? How can I simplify, you know? Because actually when we keep things simple, we're more inspired to do something about it. And in my book. And so I loved, yeah, essentialism, the disciplined pursuit of less. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's incredibly powerful. He uses examples from business, but also
0: look for from, that from around one. the yeah, world. Yeah, it sounds yeah,
1: really for good. Sure. For sure. Um, so I absolutely love that. But also, yeah, any of Seth Godin's books. Love Purple Cow. Brilliant book. Yeah,
0: Purple Cow comes um, a lot here. It's good. It's, it is,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I bet a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. Also, if you're struggling on where to start uh, with, like particularly with naming your business, like building a brand, Hello, My Name is Awesome is a fantastic book.
2: Okay, that's good. Um,
1: yeah, really recommend that one. And to be honest, I've got a whole pile of business books sitting on my shelf, uh, which I haven't, and I'm like, great, they look really good on my shelf. Um, I have not read them. Um, but <laughs> I, I, tend to f- <laughs> yeah. I tend to find that um, with learning about business, I tend to find I learn more from blogs and social media and obviously buying the courses rather than the books. Because yeah. particularly with marketing, a lot of stuff is completely out of date. By the mm. time it's even published. Yeah. Um. So I love like I love more like mindset stuff and things like this. So I, I work a lot on my mindset. Yeah. I work a lot on myself because yeah. I'm the one running the business. You know, I've got to I've got to think about that self-care. Yeah. And so really, when I do read, then it tends to be like meditation books and things like that
0: yeah i must have uh, i'm enjoying reading the bruce lee book uh be like water at the moment it's definitely a uh worth reading it's actually written by his daughter uh but oh. it's all about his philosophy and free the mind and being more flexible and you know obviously he was a Meditator and uh yeah. you know martial artist, but you know his his philosophical learnings are just as important as his martial arts. It's definitely worth picking up. It's uh, be like water, very very good. Well, I don't think I've ever recommended my own a book that I'm reading on this show as well. So, it's, uh, <laughs> who who would have thought it only took up to episode sixteen? Um, <laughs> if there was one thing that you could do to you know, if there was one thing you could do every day to make your business grow, and you only got to do one thing. What would what would be the most important thing you feel you could do day in, day out?
1: To make my business grow, it would be showing up at least one of the places I'm online. Showing up one of the places. I think that to run the business, I'd be checking my cash flow every day. Yeah. Um, but to to grow the business, yeah, it's it's showing choosing one of those places that you're online where your audience is and show up.
0: Sure. Instagram maybe is is the hot it,
1: one. I mean Instagram's a sexy one right now, isn't it? But yeah. I I'm a, I, a lot of people don't like Facebook groups so much. I'm a massive fan of Facebook groups because obviously I've got a few yeah. I love showing up there, at least one of the Facebook groups. I always make sure I show up at Instagram anyway. I love mm. Instagram. Um it definitely feels like there's like a like a more intimate vibe there sometimes. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's basically find, find some excuse to show up. And even if you're just walking the dog. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, the, you know? the, Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I have it on my calendar every day and actually don't remember that. Sometimes I always want to do something on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, but actually, yeah. yeah, it sometimes is the last thing on the to-do list and sometimes it gets forgotten. Whereas actually, yeah, maybe that is a real priority just to emphasise that and to start off the day maybe by doing that as well.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Um what would you do differently if you could do it all over again (laughs) you don't want to look back I know it's about mindset whatever it doesn't have to be doom and gloom but if you know it's all about learning from your mistakes if we can help other new entrepreneurs you know not make as many mistakes you know what is one thing that maybe you wish you could do differently if you could do it over again
1: not listen to the negative voices in my head yeah I wish that I I see how often and sometimes you know to some extent you know you said warts and all, so something so nice to some I still yeah, do. Yeah, please this. do. Um, but I, I sort of go, yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. You know, like I take five steps forward and then like three steps back. Yeah. And it does not serve me. It does not serve me at all. And I can, st- but I, I do it now and I don't beat myself up about it, which obviously means I save a lot of time. But like I have done that so much in with my business. And actually, I really need to, A, Develop more long-term goals, which I've been doing the past couple of years, and they've worked really, really well. Um, And then broken down how do the tools and options available to me help me deliver those goals? Yeah. Um, And then have the confidence to simply go for it. Only spend time with people who support me wholeheartedly. Yeah. Communicate with those people better. I am not good at like telling people, I'm like, you know what, guys, I'm not doing so great right now. Yeah, I I, over the past eighteen months much better, but like before that, not so great. So I think that you know, um, communication, taking care of myself as I go, going for it, no holds barred. Yeah,
0: okay, I like that. That's going up on our blog as well. I can guarantee you. Uh, (laughs) As an entrepreneur, you know this might have changed maybe a few times over years, but Mm. right now, what ultimately does success mean to you as an entrepreneur?
1: Feeling fulfilled. Feeling yep. fulfilled. Okay. Feeling fulfilled. It sounds so cheesy, like fulfilled by the work fulfills me. No, <laughs> the work doesn't fulfill me all the time. And that's okay. The rest of my life also has to fulfill me. And I work with various different coaches. At the moment, I'm working with a life coach yeah. who is showing me like who is who's maddie outside of the work, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah, excuse me. Hi, right, <laughs> okay. Um, And you know, of course, like Maddie Shine was born from me. I am not gonna I'm not gonna be able to like sell the brand or anything like that. I'm just gonna be looking at constantly like, okay, how do I feel fulfilled today? Like what am I doing to take care of myself? Like I don't wanna be like, you know, you know, like when you're like, oh, I won't take the lunch break right now, it's suddenly four PM and I also desperate to go to the toilet and I have you know, like and then wiggling in your chair and you're like, uh 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 just get this
0: thing done or whatever. yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then suddenly it's like seven PM, and you haven't like spoken to anyone all day, and you're like, oh "My God, what am I even doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, I should just cancel myself. Like, what a waste of spend." You know, and then it's, you know, just, yeah. it's just it's just messy. So, so yeah, that's I'm really kind of looking at the whole of my
0: yeah, look, existence I love this. I love the fact that you have uh, staff to borrow in America as well. You've got the life coach, the meditation coach. We yeah, need yeah. these people. Yeah, you know, if it keeps you on the straight and narrow and grounded, you know, like uh, in terms of where you're for at. Sure, then. We sure. need these people. I, you know, Listen. I think I think it's very healthy. Yeah.
1: Completely. Human beings are pack animals. We are not designed to be on our own.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I am, a, I, I know it's gonna, it's, don't laugh, but I'm an, I'm an introvert. I am, yeah. I'm an introvert. I, I get my energy from within myself, but I also need a lot of time to recharge in between things. Yeah. I am not someone who is constantly on. Like, yeah. it's just like, okay, let's just see what's needed. So, actually, when I um, look at how I want to be supported in my life, yes, I've got a fantastic family, I've got a great friendship group, but like, I also see that I need very, very specific support in different areas. Mm. And it's only, and I, I mean, if you had said to me a few years ago, yes, Maddie, in 2021, you're going to have a life coach, I wouldn't, I would have laughed. I, I would have been like, no way. Yeah, but yeah it's amazing so like you can't it.
0: do it I mean honestly yeah I think that's (laughs) that's a great tip and you know hopefully I'll see you before this but you know if I was to bump into you in the street in three or four years time and said Maddie, you know how's business going you know what's your kind of vision of where you want the business to be in three or four (laughs) years time from here
1: well isn't that a big question
0: so
1: Of course, you know, you knew I was going to have a vision board because I've got a life coach and a meditation teacher. So I'm definitely going to have a vision board. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) I've got Pinterest boards, which are different. See it now. Yeah, exactly. Which are vision boards for different areas of my life. Right. So basically, I will have a villa. You heard it here first. I will have a villa abroad and I will host uh, retreats there for women. And basically, I will be doing a lot of public speaking, which I do already, but I'll be doing more. Um, I'll have written a book at least at least one yeah. book by then, hopefully two, um, not necessarily business related. Um, but essentially I just want to, it's going to be, everything's going to be much more elevated. So I'll still be teaching courses. I'll still be supporting women. Yeah. Um, but in just in, in a, in a bigger, in a bigger way for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Brilliant. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Space.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not invited to the villa, everybody, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, Beth and everybody else, you know, I'm sure we'll have a great time as well. So brilliant. So a final question I've got for you, Maddie, is, you know, like remind everybody where, where, where they can find you online or where do you want to send people to, where they can they learn and get all these great free resources and also find out your courses as well.
1: Absolutely. So you can find everything you could possibly want on my website, maddyshine.co.uk. Uh, you can come and follow me on Instagram maddie.shine you can come and join my free Facebook community seeking exciting opportunities you can listen to my podcast the high-vis podcast your biz bestie for visibility Um, and in fact even if you just want to dabble your you know just Dip your toe into the Maddie Shine waters, yeah. Uh, you can use my gifts, which have gone viral in lockdown, which is wild. I was gonna say, there's a lot of (laughs) gifts
0: on your website yesterday. I was like, (laughs) Where's those sunglasses? It's like, uh, (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah. So basically, I created my own gifts back in May last year, so lockdown one. And um, it started off with like 20 gifts, and now there's like I've got over 350 gifts out there. Um, but anywhere that you use gifts, WhatsApp, Instagram, anywhere like that, you just search for Maddie Shine and you'll see them all. But also I come up for common expressions. So like what she said, that's what she said, time for gin, like all these funny little wow. things. I just come up for them, right? So 200, at the moment, 238 million people have seen my face, which is kind of strange. No. <laughs>
0: you know even from my like uh, lame maths Juno, you know that, that's a you know 10 12 percent of the population of the planet or something like that so.
1: yeah yeah that's <laughs> i mean it's, <laughs>
2: just,
1: it's kind of straight i feel like 10 million of those are at least my family but you know like yeah, yeah. it's just it's so so funny so i think that for me, gifts were such a perfect fit for the brand, but honestly, they're great for visibility. There's, they start conversations all the time. So yeah, yeah. that's also what you can do.
0: <laughs> Amazing. And uh, yeah, I will basically go and look at my maths and realise I was miles off. But it's her stay, which, which is the most important thing. Right, first all, I just want to say thank you very much, Maddie. We've appreciated you here. Maddie Shine, being been on the Go Solo show. So many great tips and inspiration <laughs> and everything for loads of solo entrepreneurs and small businesses out there. So Good luck for the future for your business and thanks for joining us today. Good luck. Thanks. Speak to you soon.
1: Thanks so much, Johnny. Thanks, thanks a lot,
0: Maddie. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Go Solo Show, powered by Subkit. We hope you've had a great time and picked up many new ideas for your own business. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and to follow us on Twitter at team underscore go solo. If you're inspired to get started on your own enterprise yourself, then check us out at subkit.com. We're here for whenever you're ready. I've been Johnny Quirk, and until next time, keep winning.